Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of Short Stories for Kids. I'm Lucy, your host, here to read you guys another adventure-packed story where you just might be the hero. The latest story up on our premium channel is called... The Batty Bat Family Need a New Home. The Batty Bat Family live happily in their quiet cave. However, one day they hear trucks and bulldozers coming. Their cave is going to be knocked down by the trolls. Where will they live? Onwards they fly in search of a new place to live. But will they find the right home for them? To listen to this story and more, join up to our premium channel and become a super fan of short stories for kids. Here you'll receive a Friday bonus episode every single week, plus our entire back catalogue of over 200 original stories ad-free. Also, premium-only shout-outs just for you guys. So to hear this story, just sign up to our premium feed in a couple of clicks through our website at shortstoriesforkidspodcast.com. Summer means school's out and the kids are back at home with a lot of free time. You've already booked the sleepaway camp and the outdoor camp, but what are they going to do for the other 10 weeks? Go wild with Wonder this summer without school. Enroll in a fun, flexible learning experience with over 140,000 online classes and camps for every kid and any interest. OutSchool offers the widest variety of classes so kids are free to learn about anything they can imagine, from video game design and entrepreneurship to freestyle dancing and magic lessons. There is something for kids of all ages, grades, and all interests. OutSchool empowers kids with different styles of learning, from live online classes to one-on-one tutoring, so they can choose how they want to learn. OutSchool will have your kids loving to learn and having fun doing it. Head over to OutSchool.com shortstories and use code SHORTSTORIES to learn all about OutSchool's summer programs and save $15 on your child's first class. That's O-U-T-S-C-H-O-O-L dot com slash short stories to save $15 on your child's first class. Outschool dot com slash short stories code short stories. Today's story request comes from Mila Hines and she would love a story about her and her friends Matilda and Maya and they go to the bush because they live in Australia and in Australia um, there is a lot of land which is called the bush where a lot of wild Australian creatures live and she would love them to find lots of animals. Well, we love this idea, Mila. Thank you so much. And we'd also like to say that within this story, there are lots of wonderful wildlife that live in Australia. And if you don't recognize any of the animals' names, you might enjoy looking them up later with a grown-up. There's all kinds of weird and wonderful creatures in this story. So without further ado, let's jump in. Milla, Matilda, and Maya lived in Australia. The three friends all loved animals and were super excited to be going on a camping trip together. So far, it had been a long trip to the campsite. To entertain them, Milla had brought along a magazine full of pictures of different animals. 
they had enjoyed looking up both the familiar and unusual creatures and wondered if they might just meet any of them. I can't wait, giggled Mila. I'm so excited, Matilda squilled. Me too, added Maya, as they finally pulled off the road and came to a stop. The campsite was dry and dusty and surrounded by tall eucalyptus trees. But as the girls climbed down from the back seat into the warm sunshine, they couldn't help but feel a little disappointed. There simply wasn't a single animal in sight. Where are they all? asked Mila, full of disappointment. All three girls sighed. Fortunately, the car needed unpacking, the tents needed putting up, and their camp organized. So Mila, Matilda, and Maya were given permission by the grown-ups to explore. While all this work was done, just as long as they were careful and didn't go too far, scuffing up the red soil as they ran, they made straight for the shade of the trees to escape the worst of the sun. But as they did so, a gust of warm wind lifted Mila's magazine straight out of her hand and up and over the trees. My magazine, she cried. Come on, said Maya. It can't have blown far. We'll find it. Amongst the trees, the land sloped upwards as it became a hill. And soon they came across a cluster of large orange rocks. I can't see Mila's magazine, Matilda mumbled. Maybe it's behind those rocks, said Maya hopefully. And so hand in hand, the three of them went to have a look. On the other side, they discovered the unusual sight of a budgerigar, a bandicoot, and a bilby. They were all sat on stones, and all of them looked terribly sad. Hey, said Maya gently, are you all right? You look as if you're about to cry. The budgerigar sniffed and ruffled her wings. The bandicoot stroked his long nose and the bilby said, We wanted to play with our ball, but a gust of warm wind blew it away. All we've got is this magazine. That's my magazine, said Mila, looking delighted. But you poor things have lost your ball, said Matilda. As you found Mila's magazine, let us look for your ball for you. So leaving the magazine behind, Mila, Matilda, and Maya set off to find the budgerigar, bandicoot, and Bilby's ball. They'd climbed a little higher on the hill by now and had left the big orange rocks behind them. Instead, they'd arrived in a cluster of straggly shrubs. In the middle of those shrubs, they came upon the unusual sight of a quoll, a quail, and a quorka. They were all sat upon the red, dusty ground, and all of them looked terribly sad. Hi, said Matilda softly. Are you all right? You look as if you're about to cry. The quoll scratched his spotty body. The quail fluffed her feathers, and the quokka said, We were going to have a quiz, but a gust of warm wind blew the piece of paper with the questions away. All we've got is this ball. That's the budgerigar, bandicoot, and bilby's ball, said Maya, looking pleased. But you poor creatures have lost your quiz, said Mila. As you found the budgerigar, bandicoot, and bilby's ball, 
let us look for your quiz for you. So leaving the ball behind, Mila, Matilda and Maya set off to find the quoll, quail and Quaz's quiz. The path around the hill sloped downwards, leading the three friends to a trickle of water emerging from a spring. Besides this water, they spotted the unusual sight of a platypus, a possum and a potteroo. They were all sat upon the spring's bank, and all of them looked terribly sad. Hello, said Mila quietly. Are you all right? You look as if you're about to cry. The platypus rubbed her bill, the possum fumbled his tail, and the potteroo said, Well, we were going to ply with our pipe applying, but a gust of warm wind blew it away. All we've got is this piece of paper with a quiz on it. That's the quoll, quail, and quaz's quiz, said Matilda with a smile. But you poor souls have lost your paper plane, said Maya. As you found the quoll, quail, and quaz's quiz, let us look for your paper plane for you. So leaving the quiz behind, Mila, Matilda, and Maya set off to find the platypus, possum, and potteroo's paper plane. They followed the spring water as it trickled down the slope until it disappeared among tall, dry grass. There, amongst a clearing in the grass, they spotted the unusual sight of a kangaroo, a koala, and a kookaburra. They were all sat upon the ground, and all of them looked terribly sad. Hiya, said Maya tenderly. Are you all right? You all look as if you're about to cry. The kangaroo flopped back his ears. The koala shuffled on her bottom. And the kookaburra said, We wanted to have a game of cricket, but we can't find anyone to play with us. All we've got is this paper plane. That's the platypus, possum, and potteroo's paper plane, cheered Mila. But you poor animals have nobody to play with, said Matilda. As you found the platypus, possum, and potteroo's paper plane, we'll play cricket with you. Oh, that's so kind of you, said the kookaburra with delight. So in that little grassy clearing, Mila, Matilda, and Maya played against the kangaroo, koala, and kookaburra. And what fun they all had. When the game was over, the animals thanked the girls for their kindness. The kangaroo, koala, and kookaburra had received kindness, and in return, Mila, Matilda, and Maya then carried the paper plane to the platypus, possum, and potteroo. The platypus, possum, and potteroo then received their paper plane. In return, Mila, Matilda, and Maya carried the quiz to the quoll, quail, and quokka. The quoll, quail, and quokka then received their quiz, and in return, Mila, Matilda, and Maya carried the ball to the budgerigar, bandicoot, and bilby. The budgerigar, bandicoot, and bilby then received their ball, and in return, Mila, Matilda, and Maya carried Mila's magazine back to the campsite. And just in time, too, because the campfire was lit and dinner was ready. Later, snuggled up together in their tent, the girls giggled with delight at all the animals they'd met on their first day of camping. Do you think we'll meet any more? asked Matilda. Oh, I do hope so, said Maya, just as someone began to unzip their tent from outside. 
the three girls were greeted by the unusual sight of a wallaby, a wombat, and a warder dragon. They all looked terribly sad. Hi, said Mila kindly. You all look like you may have lost something. Can me and my friends help? Which, of course, is exactly what they did. The end.